I'm bored AF. I'm bored Bill. <laughs> Are we all bored, Bill? We're all bored, aren't we? Guys, welcome. Wait, hold on. We're the 80s babies, first of all. We're the 80s babies. Plus, uh, Goo Goo Gaga. Get that out of the way. Kaja Goo Goo. I just shit my diaper. Sorry about that, guys. No one's here to change me, so we got to keep going. As a baby would say, I just shit my diaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, the boss baby. <laughs> yeah, I just shit my diaper. Alec Baldwin? <laughs> yeah. Is that like Alec Baldwin? I think it is, yeah. I just shit my fucking diaper. <laughs> guys, uh, we're the 80s babies, and this is the Board Bills podcast. This is where we, we break down the billboard charts year mm-hmm. by year. But only the top of the charts. The number one songs. That's the only thing that interests us. Right. The hot 100. You the, might think it's the number ones of like the dance 100. No. You might think it's the number ones of uh, the black <laughs> singles list. Right. <laughs> that was a real chart. I didn't make that up. That was a real, a real chart, chart that right. existed. Yes. Um, I don't know anymore. And so what? <laughs> That's so all there are. Each yeah. episode now is, uh, we, you know, we kind of figured this out as we went in the beginning of the 80s, uh-huh. but now we're deep in. This is 1986. We're going to be covering... From week one to week 52, what was that? Number one. Um, and uh, we are your presenters. I am Bored Bill Bran. I am Bored Dan. I am Z's over my head, Davey. And we've got a special guest today. You may have heard him on a previous episode. Uh-huh. Um, maybe not the last one, but a previous one. <laughs> and uh, it is... Mr. Zach Jones. Hello. I'm perhaps the most bored of all. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. Well, we're not going to entertain you, so. <laughs> Sorry um, about that. So, welcome back, Zach. Glad to be here. It's uh, 86, January 1st. Spain and Portugal enter the European community, which later becomes the European Union. European Union. Mm. So. Great. Thank you. And uh, the, the reason we had... Say You Say Me by Lionel Richie uh, playing was because that's what was number one at the end uh-huh. of 1985 and continued for the first two weeks of 1986. So we uh, How many weeks altogether? Um, four? I think it was four. It's another big hit at the end of the year. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, so we don't need to talk about that because we already kind of talked about that. Lionel, wait, Zach, do you have any notes about that? Wait, hold on. Zach, Zach, wait, Zach, do you have any notes about that? Hold on, Zach. No, not really. Are you jonesing for some notes? Nah, I got nothing. All right. Okay. All right. Then we're just going to jump right in to the next song. All right. Jump in. Might as well jump. Uh, Brandon made a common mistake on Spotify. <laughs> he didn't do a cue of all, no, the, no, of no. all these songs. No, no, I have a playlist. Okay. But I, I, for some reason, typed in Say You Say Me, and I didn't go from my playlist. So here we go. Okay. I don't understand. Oh, yes. Here we go. Beautiful. We have Beautiful. That's What Friends Are For, credited to Dion and Friends. Right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, they spent four weeks at the charts. Um, the original version... Uh, Rod Stewart sang the original version. He re- he sang it so low because he has no friends. <laughs> he sang it so low in his register that they, you couldn't hear him. <laughs> his version is actually called What Are Friends For? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please tell me. I don't know. Uh, and this version... Uh, well, the song was written by songwriting team slash married team, Burt Bacharach and Carol Sager. They're married? Ah! 
<gasps> I really didn't know they were married. I think they were married at one point. Okay. Uh, and it features Elton John, Gladys Knight, Stevie Wonder. Hey, what a better friend than your your companion, your husband, wife? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Spouse? Zach? I like how this song is is uh, credited to Dion and Friends because the '80s just was woefully not ready for like featured artists on songs. <laughs> right, right. Like if it came out today, it would just be going Dion Warwick featuring these people. Right, right. And uh, yeah, that's kind of a trend we see too. Of a, of yeah, it wasn't featuring one or the other. It was uh-huh. Patty Austin and James Ingram. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, what, so. Um, how many people all together? Yeah, well, who are her friends? Um, well, as I just said, it was Elton John, Gladys Knight, Stevie Wonder. And they're still best friends okay. till this day. Right. Um, when Dion needs help to move, she always asks uh, Gladys. And when Stevie Wonder, uh, he always picks up Elton John from the airport. <laughs> well, speaking of picking up Elton John, yeah. at the end of the song, Elton is riffing like a madman. He kills it. But it's very uh, it's odd because he's not known for his voice really well, he had to you step know? up his game i think yeah but yeah. like stevie's he's like hey stevie i got this like <laughs> like it's kind of weird that yeah of, of the four i would say he's the least likely to riff right he's also fact i found out uh of the four on the song the only one who this wasn't their last number one hit really wait everybody else is their last number one hit nobody uh, other than elton wow. john nobody else had a number one that's hit an amazing song. i'm more stevie, impressed no? on how you found that fact than i didn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's insane. No, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, this song is for the grandparents. I feel like I like that. It's for the older people, and some of these songs on this list you're gonna see are strictly for the kids. Yeah, so right. there's some crossover songs. This is only for the older generation. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, it's also I I found this out as well that it, that it was also released as a benefit song uh, for for AIDS research. Right. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a benefit song <laughs> for like friendship. Yeah, it's friendship like, awareness. Yeah, but well, it's fo- yeah, it's following the whole Live yeah. Aid thing, you know. Um, and, and as we're gonna see, it seems like kind of to your point about some songs being for the kids, some being for the grandparents. Yes. It seems like everybody was jockeying for position to take the charts. So, you know, like the mm-hmm. trends are do start to get. All over the place. Did you say how um, Burt Bacharach and Dion have a long like partnership in music? Because she like he wrote her earlier uh, her early hits. Right. Almost all of them. Yeah. Say a little prayer. Walk yeah. on by. Stuff like that. Yep. Um, Burt, Burt Bacharach will actually appear again later too. Uh, does this song make you think of your friends? Uh, no. <laughs> well, I'm I'm friends with Stevie Wonder and Elton John. So, oh, like, so yeah, okay, so. makes sense. <laughs> Well, I was hoping, like, you know, you, I said you guys were my best friend, so I was hoping you'd think of me when he heard the song. <laughs> Is uh, Well, there's four of us, so who would each of us be? In, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, think, I, I think I'm probably Gladys Knight, because I think I'm, I more got added at the end. <laughs> uh, Dave, Dave is Elton. You think I'm Elton? Yeah, Dave is Elton. Yeah, I'm Stevie. No, maybe Brandon Stevie. I'm Stevie. I'm the best. <laughs> Right. No, I was gonna say, do you like definitely like Stevie the I best the of the crew? Cla- I have the most class and f- sophistication. I'm definitely. Who am I forgetting? Dion Who's Warwick. the fourth? Who am I forgetting? D- D- you're Dion forgetting Dion. I'm Dion. <laughs> it's our, it's our song. <laughs> also, during that uh, that time period, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame holds its first induction ceremony with many rock pioneers attending. That's uh, while this song was number one. This is January. 30th. While it was playing. Yeah, while it was playing. Yep. All right, moving on. January twenty fourth, uh, Voyager two, Voyager two, space probe makes its first <laughs> encounter with Uranus. <laughs> oh man, more ways than one, huh? <laughs> oh, so yeah. this is how will I know by Whitney Houston. It's big Davy song. Two weeks on the chart, um, featuring 
Her mother, Sissy Houston, on background vocals. Oh, really? Yeah. Cross-generational. They they wanted Whitney to do it, but she's like, I want to hear my mama sing. That's Uh, funny, because this song is for the kids. That's so funny. (laughs) Well, okay. A parent and a child? All right. I'm, I'm, okay. No, I was agreeing with you. It's so funny. Okay, hold on. Not ha-ha funny, but it's interesting. Yes. Because, as you know, Whitney has got that crossover appeal. Right. Um, she kind of seamlessly hit both markets, adult contemporary and like this youthful track. And you would play at, I get to see this at prom, you know? Oh yeah. Eighth grade dance, prom, homecoming. Absolutely. And you know, also coincidentally, uh, this song was intended for Janet Jackson. Oh wow. Oh, interesting. Yep. And they turned it down. Hmm. It kind of has- The Jackson camp turned it down. So this, this would have been on Control. I guess, yeah. yeah. Same here. Wow. Um, it kind of has the same synthesized, upbeat blippiness as uh, Let's Hear It For The Boy. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Same kind of vibe. Great classic 80s track. Yeah. Uh, Sam Smith George does... Duke. What's up? Oh, um, no. <laughs> uh, Sam Smith does an unnecessary slowdown version of the song <laughs> that is really beat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? It's so shitty. No, but I can hear in my head how unnecessary it is without it's hearing so it. It's so slow. Uh, <laughs> other unnecessary slow songs you can think of? Like, slow down versions of uh, popular upbeat songs? Not off the top of my head, no. No, no but I can think of unnecessarily like, remixed songs. Oh, oh absolutely. It's, countless. Oh, like, countless. Th- the so opposite. Do, do any of you guys have any advice for Whitney? Like, how will she know when he really loves her? Uh, hmm. I think this, if he smiles at you... When he forcibly masturbates in front of you in a oh dressing God. room? Damn. <laughs> That's a good way to know. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I can't pick You're up on cues like that. You're would, I would tell her if she was you alive. You know that guy. You would tell her if she was alive? Yeah. I'm sorry for joking about Louis C.K. <laughs> Should we move on? Let's move it on. Definitely. Great track. Good track. Oh, fuck yeah. But not as good as this one. All right. We have Mr. Mister <laughs> with Kyrie. Spent two weeks on the chart. Um, Kyrie. We're in March now. Is a translation We're in March to, already? Yeah. My God. Um, I forgot to tell you that January 28th, Space Shuttle Challenger disaster happens. Oh, uh, wow. Big time. Yeah. Disintegrates 73 seconds after launch from the United States, killing the crew of seven astronauts, including one school teacher. Chris McAuliffe, and I went to Chris McAuliffe Middle School. It's not named after that Chris McAuliffe, though. It's a coincidence. <laughs> Is that true? No. Not- <laughs> <laughs> I would have believed it. Some kind of weird Jackson thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this song is... They're, they're not actually a... They never uh, pose themselves as being a Christian rock band. Yeah. But uh, the lyric writer of the song is not the singer, and he wrote it as more of a meditation, not necessarily like, oh, I want to have a Christian hit. Wait, one more time? So the person who sang this is not the lyric writer? I'm pretty sure, yes, that they... Because that, oh. he was the... The main singer was the bass player, and I believe that they had a guy that they co-wrote with. Interesting. Um, I, I didn't write his name down, so I could also be wrong. I thought they tricked the general public into putting like a, a latent Christian rock song 
on top of the charts because it's a different language. Right. It, so they actually it's didn't... It's a covert religious message. Right. So the translation is Lord have mercy. Right. But also, uh, the root apparently the root Latin word of Kyrie in Greek means mister. Hey, look at that. Mister, mister, mister. They should have made it Kyrie, Kyrie. Kyrie, Kyrie. So this song, like gets to the line but doesn't go over it of like a- anthemic sort of like that voice in the 80s that like I I don't know how to, how to explain what I'm trying to say so like like the chorus specifically like uh-huh. it's like that epic 80s sound like I usually love it and like really enjoy it in certain situations it's like too cheesy yeah uh-huh. this doesn't pass that line I don't think right. I really I really love it this chorus. is also one of those songs like I had forgotten about it and then when I heard it like I definitely knew the chorus right but you yeah. could have convinced me the verses were anything right and I would you could have told me the verses were just like bongos and slide whistles <laughs> and I'd be like sure yeah it's bothering me that I can't put my my finger on what that verse sounds like like there's like a song that it reminds me of same yeah I can't think of it either but I didn't know this song uh, going going through this list, I didn't know this one at all. Zach, that that actual like phenomenon has happens to me like over and over again on this like list. Yes, there is there's another so many song. songs where I only know the chorus. I'm like, I don't know this song until the chorus comes right. in. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, I know it well. Yeah. Oh, I love his voice. <laughs> I love the guitar tone. Well, I, like it. I know it very well. Also, when I searched for this song on Apple Music, huh? uh, I I also found a song about Kyrie Irving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I, I like it when my Boston Celtics get a get a name check. <laughs> now, this part right here is another. We're gonna get to it later too. Another sign of what's coming. It a little sounds like that hair metal like yeah. gang vocals yeah, starting yeah. to come in. It's almost hair metal. This song's chorus and melody and 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 like uh, the progression is so Christian rock. Oh yeah. You don't think right? Yeah. Yeah. I so, still I still love this song. Yeah, me too. I'm not I'm, as I'm, you guys. I can tell you guys really like I'm it. I'm really <laughs> into it. Yeah. Not as into it. <laughs> other other good fact I have about this one. Uh, uh, so probably over time. The less popular Mr. Mr. Song, I think people remember. Uh, yes. Probably remember Bro- Broken Wings. Yeah, yeah more. of course. Absolutely, yeah. uh, but this one hit number one. Bro- uh, Broken Wings did not. But Broken Wings uh, ended up ahead of it in the end of the end of the year chart. I'm. Oh, it no, it did hit number one. Did it? But because. But it hit last year. Oh, it hit last year. 80, okay. End of eighty-five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. You haven't heard the podcast I yet. I haven't heard the podcast. <laughs> no, no. So I, don't, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's so hair metal. It? Oh. <laughs> nope. We had our chance. We messed it. Okay, so now we have some bullshit. No, uh, this is uh, Starship with Sarah. It spent one week on the chart. See, I like the song one. better than the last one. Yeah, for uh, sure. Definitely. I like this one a lot more than uh, We Built This City. Oh, I'm saying Kyrie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I like I, it better I was than Kyrie. The other Starship song. No, and, I, actually oh, don't, too. I actually don't hate this song. It, it's not bad. Oh, um, you, you like? I don't like this better than Kyrie, no. I. <laughs> So, I like it though. Oh, is that Stevie Wonder on harmonica? Probably, always. He's the, he's the only one who Listen, can hit that register. Every right? harmonica is Stevie Wonder, and every classic guitar is Sting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this is. I forget the singer's name. The 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 guy. It's like Mickey. Yeah. Marty. No, Marty. It's Mickey Marty. And Grace <laughs> Slick is on background vocals. Oh, Mickey uh, Mouse. Song. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's almost got a, a like an '80s uh, Lindsey Buckingham feel. Yeah, which is interesting because there's another song. Uh, so there's a Fleetwood Mac song called Sarah too, which is better than this. Yeah. <laughs> no, this For song sure. isn't terrible. 
But I do also like it better than the other Starship song. It's got like alluring jazz harmonies. It's definitely better. Yeah, it definitely improved. I don't. This is another one. I don't think I knew this one going through the list. Not, not really. Really? Uh, yeah. I just knew really. the hook of. I knew Sarah. the hook for sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I did. I don't know. Okay. Ready? My sister's name is Sarah, also. But this song, Sarah's spelling is different. It's like Ellen DeGeneres' love life post 2000. No H. See if you can get that joke. She used to date NH. Uh, H. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. We can all be winners. <laughs> Let's move on. Nice try. Zach, you have anything with this song? Uh, you know, Zach's no. here. You don't have to make the jokes anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to shut up. Yeah, no, I, I got nothing. I'm, I'm not a particular fan of this one. That's all. That's I fine. Yeah. All right, moving on. B- moving on, right? Yeah, yeah, go okay. ahead. Oh yeah. Oh, these yeah. dreams. Okay, this, this is this is a great one. This is a great one. This yeah. is these dreams by heart. Spent one week on the chart. I have some two interesting facts for this. Um, this is the first, I think, first song that Nancy Wilson sang lead as opposed to Ann Wilson. Oh really? Yep. Oh interesting. Maybe okay. not first, but maybe the first number one charting song that that she did. Uh, Stevie Nicks passed on the song. It was mm-hmm. written by a songwriting team. Okay, check this out. Uh, Martin Page, uh-huh. who wrote the song "We Built This City," wow, weird coincidence. Okay, as a starship, and co-writer was Bernie Taupin, the lyric writer wow. for Elton John. Ah, ah. <laughs> guys, I told you I had interesting ah. facts. Ah. So when you say one week on the charts, it's one week at number one. Mm-hmm. It may have, oh been, yes. it may have been on the charts. Yes, other but, like lower, yeah, not but, higher. But this presumably, lower. somebody else bought it after the one week. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but this podcast is about the one percent. All right. Wow. Okay. Um. Uh, <laughs> what we gonna what? say? Got it's got safe? a similar vibe to Sarah. Eighties adult comfort zone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it reminds me of that uh, Bangle song that Prince wrote. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like I think "Everlasting Flame" or something. The Flame song. These dreams. Sorry, I'm in the I'm in the zone. No, no I, I don't think so. A similar to what genre you're ascribing to is I think of this song as like like a Time Life commercial classic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. like like this part, kids, and they're the songs you love. Yeah. <laughs> like as 100%. like. And then like yeah, the text is scrolling, and this right. one's yellow because that's the song that's playing right, like, right, when it yeah. comes up on the list. Um. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so specific. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize it was a different singer. Sorry, a different singer than her. The main singer part. Yeah. Well, they're There's sisters. A player, right. Yeah. Um, her voice, like all the best tapestries, is multi-textured, because at times it's sweet during the chorus. It's very sweet, but once it gets to that chorus, there's a lot of rasp. Rasp. Yep. So multi-textured. Yeah. And uh, it's people beautiful. think that uh, Run DNC started raps music. Oh my God. People think that. So is this? Is there? A, it's actually uh, Sugar Hill Gang. So, Dave, in terms of trends, yes. would you put this in the same category as at Sarah? Oh, absolutely. Right. Okay. So maybe mark that down. Okay. <laughs> I really like this song a lot. And Mr. Though. Mr. Too maybe. But don't stop the recording. I love that hook right there. Yeah. Anyone it's a good else got anything for this one? I like it. I like it. It's good. <clears throat> oh boy. <laughs> so this oh is boy. Oh boy. <laughs> This is Rock Me Amadeus by Falco Spent three weeks on the charts Nice um, It is literally about Mozart um, 
the translation is of the song. Then why did they call it Rock Me Mozart? That's what I'm wondering. Why did everybody in the 80s think, like, just call him Amadeus? All that's, that's his middle name. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They made the when movie. did the film come out? 84. See, I, always, oh. I thought the film was asso- I thought the song was associated with the film. It's not, right? Uh, I think inspired I mean, by clearly riding the coattails yeah. of, okay. of the film. Uh, all right. Yeah. Wait, uh, but yeah, like the first the first lyric of the song, like the translation is like Mozart was the first punk to walk this earth. Like right. No. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. He is pretty punk rock. You ever see the movie? Yeah. He's like farting the whole time and. Acts like a baby, like an adult baby. According to Wikipedia, Falco spent the rest of his career in tax exile. Oh, really? And then died in a car crash in 1998. Oh, my God. Great. Yeah. Good story. This was also the, the first uh, song in German to hit number one uh, in the U.S. Ah. Uh, the clearly superior 99 with balloons only only got up to number two. There's another song That's that um, is German in the 80s. It's like, dum, comma, song. Yes, that one. Actually, that Falco wrote that song, really? but did not have the more popular version of it. Uh, oh, that's a Falco song. But I, I, but I don't think the version that charted in America was by it's Falco. A Falco song. Wait, okay. hold on, Zach. You could tell what song Dave was talking about just yeah, from from the bullshit. Yeah, it's from. Yeah, it's from the bullshit he spewed. It's called Dare Commissar. Something like that. Dare Commissar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he likes eighties music. You guys speak. Damn. You guys are speaking the same language. Uh, the weirdo European rap part is truly f- so fascinating. Hiccupy. Cadence. Sounds like his vocal file was still buffering. <laughs> it's kind of a precursor to D Antwort, I thought. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, yeah, I like this white boy rapping 100% better than Anthony Kiedis's. <laughs> and I wish he was a rapper. <laughs> I wish he was a rapper of the Chili Peppers instead of Kiedis. And Kiedis just stuck to singing. Uh, one time. Okay. I was listening to a story of one time I was listening to the Chili Peppers with my dad in the car. And my dad said, it sounds like he's not trying when he sings. It was like a weird note, I thought. Like, I was like, oh, I guess he doesn't sound like he's trying. I don't know. Uh, also, this is a song that my mom would probably ask me to change if we heard this on the radio in the car because it's aggressive and in, in a different language. She doesn't understand. So she'd be like, we don't know if, she's cur- we don't know if he's cursing or not, so change it. That's There's great. that weird owl noise going on in the back. <laughs> oh. It's an owl. It, 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 it sounds like like a video game sound where you hit the wrong button or whatever. Yeah. Shock the monkey. All right, I think All we're right. good. Ugh. All right, this is Kiss by Prince and the Revolution. Did Dan want to make out? Spent two weeks sure. on the, the chart. So, Dave, I'm sure you're well-versed in the story too, right? But he, he wrote this song and gave it to the band Maserati. Okay, so there was a band called no Maserati. Okay, and it was in- like one of the Prince bands, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. so it was more of like an acoustic, like twelve bars blue, like twelve bars okay. bluesy, like right. demo. And they reworked the song, and he was so impressed that he took it back. Like he, <laughs> oh really? Like, said no, I'm, I'm gonna have that song. I never knew that. So. All he did, like, the song is pretty much what they did. He replayed the drums, uh-huh. he redid the vocals, and he added the guitar, like, bridge breakdown. Uh-huh. But that's them on background vocals. No way. Yep. He Never kept knew them that. in. Yeah. I just learned that today, too. I figured Never that you would have known that. Where does this song fall for you guys in terms of Prince hits? Is, uh, this, is, this, is this the best? No, I wouldn't no. say best. Of, I, of his hits? I like it a lot. I like it a lot, though. I, yeah. It might be the best non-Purple Rain hit. 
I could, I, you could make an argument for that. Uh, I like Maybe. Raspberry Beret like more Raspberry. than this one. I love Sign of the Times. So. Yeah, we, yeah. Could, we could get into this for a while, actually. Yeah. yeah. But in, like, 1999, I probably yeah. like more. I mean, I do like this song. But this song is is awesome. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a jam. Um, yes. Sick, minimal, sleek, yeah. funk, thumper. That's yeah. what I wrote. But uh, now that you listen to the background vocals, like hearing that it was a different that's weird. person, it sounds like him though. It does sound like him, but I can now also almost kind of it makes a little bit like almost mimicking Prince. Yeah, well, I think that. Uh, I like that he does a kiss sound effect all the time. Yeah, on time, mind you. Yeah, on on rhythm. Yeah, on, on rhythm. On beat. Uh, it's also the return to his falsetto range, which he which he started his career with, but um, you know, during Purple Rain, he's usually doing a lower register. It's the return of this falsetto, and right. also um, hardly anything going on here, but so potent. Like all the best bombs, it's chemically simple but explosive. <laughs> My personal favorite part of the song is uh, when he says, "You don't have to watch Dynasty." I, yeah, which is you an commented on that before. Incredibly Maybe. dated reference yeah. that I love. I, I love that. <laughs> and like, you don't have to be Dynasty to um, what does he say? To what? To ha- have an attitude. To ha- like, was that what Dynasty was known for? Like, oh, it was like, a, yeah, it was like a uh, nighttime primetime drama. <laughs> okay. Soap opera. Sorry. Cool. Everybody had an attitude, you know. No. So this was this was um this was also thrown on the album at last minute because mm-hmm. of him, you know, getting the song last minute. It's on a soundtrack under this cherry mint. The, yeah. Uh, which is a probably. It might be the. It's like as good as the best Prince album. I don't know. I'm not sure what the best Prince album is, but it's as good as the best Prince album. I mm. think there's like a tie. This Purple Rain and maybe like Sign of the Times. In my in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I like Sign of the Times probably. Yeah, Prince, Prince is somebody I, I need to dig. You would. It, I you would really like. I it know too. I yeah. would. I just haven't done it. I just I. I'll get around to it someday. You know, Prince is the perfect marriage between like fun music and like really artistically like. like yeah. yeah. Yep, I know the hits. I got. I got. I want to go through all the albums. I, I really, was just uh, yeah. controversy the other day. Like, I love that album. He's such a. He yeah. really is a genius. Like, he's yeah, a, a pop genius. How many? How many albums? Forty? No, I don't that many. Not right? that many, but thirty. Twenties? Twenty? Twenty? Probably okay. thirty. Probably around thirty. Yeah. Okay. Do you think there's really a, a vault of other Prince songs, or would we have heard it by now? No, one hundred percent. I'm, I'm there sure is. there is. Yeah. Yeah, because he's con- he was constantly recording all the all time. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're all good, but right. <laughs> Um, Here we go. Okay, so I like this one. I, I do too. You know, you, <laughs> you know, like it? Yeah, you know I like this one. I didn't know you liked it. Yeah, huh? I love Robert Palmer. See, this one I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like his voice. I like his whole shit. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. He's this dead too. Yeah. One week. Early 2000s, right? Yeah. One week on the chart, this uh, was intended to be a duet with Shaka Khan. Oh, wow. Um, I would have loved that. Yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> oh, my God. It would have been incredible. Oh, yeah. my God. And uh, Andy Taylor, the guitar player from Duran Duran, playing guitar on this track. Okay. Really? Um, um, I don't know. This is, like, too close to Huey Lewis for well, me. Yeah. Gonna, see, I, it, but I do like it more than Huey Lewis. Right, hold on. Okay. Hold this on. is insane because this is one of my notes. I said, Dan, Robert Palmer is my Huey Lewis. I, oh, okay. He's the Huey I Lewis I enjoy. I get, yes. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Zach, okay, Zach, I'm just going to ask you, mm-hmm. do you like Huey Lewis in the news? Not particularly. <laughs> Damn it. God, <laughs> you're not, really you're not dying on good. this hill. God, long. again. Uh. And, and, and that tends to be because people know that I do like a lot of 80s music, and that seems tends to be the one that surprises people the most to find that I don't like. No, it's it's you and these two idiots, too. Like you guys <laughs> just don't. You guys it, aren't into not, Huey Lewis, and, not, I, and I fucking love it. They're just really annoying songs. This, he, it's the sound too. It's just like 
Oh, this like, I like this though. It's an ass rocker. Yeah, uh, there's something about it. Straightforward, <laughs> subtly bluesy <laughs> tune. Like, is there something about like rock and roll? Like, when people were trying to make a rock song that was a hit, it's the drums are always so fucking loud. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That snare is just like gigantic. Maybe that's what I like. I mean, I love loud drums. Campbell's, <laughs> it's Campbell's soup chunky guitar. <laughs> <laughs> now this this song uh, famous for having like an iconic music video. Yes. Um, which I think like it hasn't like I, I know that it's iconic, but it's like some of like the older music videos you get like you get why Thriller was a big hit. You uh-huh. get why why Take on Me was a big was uh-huh. a big video right. hit. Right. Uh, there's one coming up later on today's show that there was a big oh, video yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you get that. It's, is this the video with the legs? It's, or is it simply it's irresistible? The girls, the girls. It's with, the, with the models that are always back really up band. It's, it's a very similar style of simply irresistible, I feel like. You talk about the video? They, you know, they yeah. do the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it's the same thing. So, but, yeah. Go ahead, Zach. Go ahead. Um, no, I'm just saying it, it's not as clear why this was like such an iconic video. <laughs> right, I right, right. I actually like the video. I think the video is better than the song. <laughs> yeah, it might be. I don't know, because like, to me, it... I'm not he's sure why. A, he's wearing like a suit, right? He's wearing a suit. Yeah. They're all looking so bored, too. Yeah, so that's <laughs> yeah, part of it. And they're yeah. like doing it's the most basic like choreography. Cool. <laughs> this playing I, instruments. This instru- yeah, this interested and uh, like really popping red lipstick. But they also have like this heroin chic like look. It's like almost early nineties. I like the model. I like Simply Irresistible more than this song. I think they're Oh really? This okay. song kinda reminds I think me I do of too, actually. This song upbeat. reminds me of just like a, a bar band. Yeah. It reminds what? Never mind. I thought the song was over. Never it mind. reminds yeah. me of like uh, you know in the beginning of Jack Frost when Michael Keaton's in a in a band. <laughs> like this Definitely. is like yes. a song that that band would I know play. Exactly like what like yeah. Bruce Willis's band. Bruno. I was gonna say yeah. Bruno. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. I get, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland's band. Like I don't know. Like a, like a cool dad band. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it sounds like. Uh, <laughs> this is the best version of that. I guess I, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> what bothers me most is how much he's in love with that one line of the song that he just keeps Mine. saying it over. Like, yeah. like is he's that, like, this is this, so good. This is a really clever thing to tell somebody that they're addicted to love. Mine. I'm gonna keep saying it. Well, I'd be like, one and, track, mine. And this song's like five minutes long. Like it could be over. Like right. this song should be it's over. Too long. I can't believe it's still on. Yeah. So. Um, just really quickly. I can't believe it's not better. The video. <laughs> 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 My favorite toast spread. <laughs> um, the video, that's right. where Chromio gets their inspiration from. You know the Chromio yeah, legs? legs? It's from that video. Yeah. Um, I will... S- oh, okay, yeah, yes. Fun fact. Yeah. But also, I, I was shouldn't... was so much fun. I shouldn't like this song, but I it's, I like it now. Yeah, I... I don't know why. I'm kind of the same way. I'm has, on the same page. Yeah. I, I don't think I should like it, but... It has all the elements of a song from the 80s that I would, I would hate. God, yeah, I yeah. like it. Yeah, there's yeah. something about it. I, I think it's his voice. I like his voice. Look at the voice, yeah. All right, guys, let's move on. Yeah. Way too much time. Heard way too much. Yeah. That was our longest uh, entry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just sure. going to throw my my uh, well-stated hot take out right now because it'll come up again. Almost every song could be a minute shorter. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just yes. across all music. No, I yeah. agree. Like, there are so many songs where I'll be listening. It's like, wait, the whole thing is four more minutes long? Like, it's crazy. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, what wow. about this song though? It's fantastic. I could. Great. Oh my god. This song is a ruler. This is one week by Bare Naked Ladies. No, this was West End <laughs> Girls by Pet Shop Boys. It's been one week on the chart. Um, it is inspired kind of by a T.S. T.S. Eliot poem. The Wasteland. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So the, 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 the goal was to make this a a Name rap a third one, song. Go. <laughs> it's insane <Cats>. trivia. <laughs> Burns Norton. Um, the the goal was to make a rap song, like a British accent rap song. That was what they nice. wanted to do. So that's why they did Lee this. Cheese. Um, um, it's clubby. One of the I my, just I love, love his melody. I love this chorus so much. This song I started hearing on like '80s radio a lot more recently. Oh, really? Like the last few years, yeah. Because I really didn't know this song up until a few years ago. I remember hearing it as a kid, but I don't. I don't know too much of Pet Shop Boys. Either. Uh, no, I don't at all. Like the, I would say Depeche Mode and Pet Shop Boys are two bands that I've associated in my head together that I've not spent a lot of time with. Well, I think. Yeah. I think, uh, like, for if you like look back at like just like the record sales and stuff like that for for Pet Shop Boys, uh-huh. they were an extremely successful band that sort of hasn't people don't remember them as much uh-huh. as a lot of other things. Yeah, and I and I think probably a lot of that has to do with sort of how the people who archive and remember music are oftentimes kind of reactionary, and uh, and and they were uh, Pet Shop Boys were very. Uh, gay icon band uh, of the eighties. Okay, yeah. so, and, and I think that so I, I think actually that's didn't what, even know that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they were they were oh. a very big like gay like uh, there, there's a whole story you can read about like their their uh, uh, their agent accidentally outing them in an interview. Really, and, oh. and, and saying that they were they weren't dating, but like. Their their publicist or their agent or whatever like no said cool. that said that they were dating in an interview or something like that. Interesting. I didn't know. I really didn't know that. Yeah, yeah me neither. Great um, fact, Zach. Great, great fact. Um, I bring more I than just jokes. <laughs> so, those have been Zach's facts. Zach facts. <laughs> Zach facts. I just love that there's that specific kind of. Um, tweety British sound in his voice. Like, yeah, uh, love the voice. Remember the you know the band Placebo. Like mm-hmm. very similar, yeah, for sure. Kind That's of actually dead on, I think. Um, yeah, the rap I think works more than you think it would because it's like spoken wordy, right? And the English accent too, I think yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. But this guy in Falco, wow, European rappers are really, yeah, seriously. I think they're killing it for. They played year. on Soul Train too. Did they really? Yeah. I feel like Lonely Island, Andy Samberg specifically. Like, draw from this. Yeah, I think yeah. he pulls from this specifically, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the way, like the, him, like making fun of, like, yeah, like, like, like the, the talking, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, absolutely. As I recall, it was a horror film. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. It, that's exactly yeah. what I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> totally. All right, moving on. <laughs> We're in May 17th now. Wow, I feel like it took us so long to get to, so quick to get to March, and now so long to get to May. That's right. Yeah. Uh, this is The Greatest Love of All by Whitney. Spent three weeks on the charts. Uh, this song was originally recorded by George Benson for uh, a Muhammad Ali film, The Greatest. Really? Yep. You're pulling my leg. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. This is the second Whitney song that was, uh, yeah, she was reviving all these older tunes. So far, this might be the least fun year we've covered. Really? Yeah, like, like I, you know what? You're actually that's a very good point. There's, yes, yeah, it's more slow, somber, mm-hmm. intense, dramatic, sad, like dramatic, dramatic, dramatic than than like fun '80s. A more mm-hmm. adult year for sure. Yeah, and I think another. So thing- far, though, 
We're only in May. <laughs> yeah, there's We're a lot more. There's, there's a lot more. Actually, there's <laughs> some more. There's, there's fun stuff coming. But, yeah. but, but so far, yeah, it's yeah. been kind of a weird, yeah, weird I th- year. I think. Yeah. I love that first line, I believe the children are the future. It sounds like the first line of an essay you'd write in eighth grade. Well, I remember uh, <laughs> one of the... Uh, one of the teachers uh, at, at our high school told me uh, that like he hated this song because every single teacher conference you ever go to, it gets played at because, really? because of that. Oh the, my God. I believe, it sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just, yeah. It's just a, d- a dumb belief. It's a fact, basically. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Children <laughs> of the future? Yeah. You can't I mean, believe that. You're like, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's... <laughs> it's a good way of having correct opinions like by framing them like they're opi- like facts like they're opinions. You know, um, I believe that I'm going to open this door in, in, like, <laughs> like in a few minutes. Like, oh, be- that's an interesting belief. <laughs> right. No, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, Ad- you know, I love this. I love like that ch- cheese piano, yeah, and I too. love Whitney. But it's still not one of my favorite Whitney songs. <laughs> How do you not Bravo. like that? Bravo, Dave. Okay, this no, is a- I do. I do love it. But, <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. Um, um, this is the first. At like, some point, we'll talk about what I think that you and I share as our favorite Whitney song. Oh, but yeah. that's much later. That's not happen. much later, but I love this song. Um, this is the first Houston straight home wrecking a power ballad to hit number one, right? Because she, this, there's a huge legacy of her doing that. Wrecking homes? No, wrecking the power ballad. You said home wrecking. I did. I'm pretty sure I, I you heard did. Home wrecking. Yeah. I was like, wait, how is this tearing okay, families sorry. apart? No, re- sorry, straight wrecking, not home wrecking. <laughs> the power balance. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> although, if we're talking about home wrecking, like I didn't realize this until I started watching uh, MTV Classic recently. Uh-huh. Um, I always thought of Whitney as just being somebody with a very good voice. She was fine. She was. She was. I, I like. Like. She's not the best voice. You're saying. No. No. But I'm saying. No. no I'm saying she's like, very attractive. I'm oh, saying. Like, okay. Oh. I like, think that's like. Like. No. I thought the, you had a hot take that you didn't have one of the no, best voices. No. 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 Like, you guys weren't looking at his we, face. So you, yeah, I saw it in his face. Fine. What he meant. Well, I didn't want to be too objectified. <laughs> no, she's gorgeous. Yeah. She oh, is. absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Like she's a beautiful. Beautiful icon. Oh my god. She was yeah. supposed and to be. She met Bobby Brown and he ruined her life. Actually, no, no. I. So, did you ever see the uh, Lifetime biopic? <laughs> no, actually. Apparently, she introduced him to cocaine. Really? That's what they s- imply in the movie. That sucks. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but do you, okay, do you agree that the, the learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all? Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting take yeah, of, like, I, yeah. a selfish kind of love. There, There's a few... That's that's also like an understated theme of this year, like like what friends are for and loving yourself. It's like right. all like sort of platonic love, like like even Kyrie. It's like a, a sort of a religious sort that's of true. like yeah. love. It, it's a lot of like non-traditional no. talking of love. Yeah, not a lot of fucking. <laughs> Everybody 86. was afraid of AIDS. AIDS yeah. though, that, that could really factor in. That's true. Um, uh, around this, so this is three weeks in May. Uh, May 28th, the Monkees held a press conference at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York City to officially announce they would embark on a 100-plus city tour. The tour became one of the biggest grossing tours of the year. May 27th, the game credited as setting the template for role-playing video games, Dragon Quest, released in Japan. (laughs) All right, let's move on. All right, well, 
Uh, we've talked it's at length. It's Madonna. We've discussed this song already at length. Yeah, this in a previous is Liv to tell. So I'm the only the one who's allowed to talk during this. Yeah, one. Go sure, for it. Exactly. Honestly, yeah. I haven't said anything. No, so, I, have, go ahead. I have nothing of, of particular. <laughs> so this is it's June song. June seventh. Right. One week at number one. What's going to be interesting is Dave uh-huh. previously has said that he believes this is the best song of the 80s. Now, this is this whole process is putting that to the test. Oh, my God. That's, I forgot he did say that. Yeah. Well, you know, I, had, I guess we did talk about this in the True Blue episode, but I, I really didn't, like, sink in that this hit number one. Right. Because well, we weren't so, like, keened in yeah. as to what that, like, exactly. the, the significance yeah, exactly. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's, I, know, I know what you're saying, though. It's, a, it's my favorite Madonna track. Maybe. Uh, it might be mine, too. It's so good. Um, and if anything, I I like this song even... We all ranked this song number one on that album, yeah. right? Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, it, it, yeah. I still love it. In retrospect, since yeah. we've talked about Madonna, the only song that may challenge this as my favorite is the um, the Babyface one. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's, Take a Bow. That's a beautiful song, too. Oh, you talk about total Madonna catalog. Just in general, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's my top five. But, yeah. This one's so anyway, number one love now. this song. Anything... Uh, no, I mean, listen to our Madonna episode. Yeah, if yeah. you want, want us to go in depth, yeah, uh, yeah. At, at close range, famously. Yep, the movie. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. This video, uh, the video, of this it's all clips from the movie, and it's insane. Christopher Walken with, with an amazing she's, mustache. <laughs> she's dating Sean, Sean Penn, Penn at the time, yeah, or yeah. married, married, married. Sean Penn. Yeah, my uh, my brother crashed uh, at Madonna's uh, Manhattan apartment uh, a year or so ago. Really? You should get, you should have him on to talk about that. He went. Oh he, he like went to a party at Madonna's place, or yeah, so he. Yeah, he's uh, he's actually uh, a Madonna's daughter. Uh, went to college with him, and he was her oh. when he was a senior and she was a freshman. He was her senior buddy. So, oh my god! Oh my god! So so awesome. wow, that's insane. Yeah, but oh you, you got the, you got the less cool Jones brother on the show, like <laughs> by a, by a country mile. Zach, how do we get your brother on the show? Like, <laughs> that's insane, though. Damn. We, can, we can move on. I yeah, think. we talked about this a it's lot. An amazing song. Okay, uh, this is on my own, Patty Labelle, um, Patty Labelle, and three weeks, and Michael McDonald. Michael, and Mick. Michael McDonald. Uh, Show favorite, Dan and Bray yeah, favorite. You know, you're right. This is an adult year. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. So adult. It's not a fun year. Like it's. it's um, I would not describe Damn. this year as fun in terms of the number one song this is at the all. Other I mean, I have fun listening to this kind well, of music. Yes, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. This is the other appearance of Burt Bacharach and Carol Bayer Oh, Sager. really? Yep, they wrote the song. Damn. Now, this is, this this is, is another song yeah. where I heard it and I was like, oh, I know this song, but I didn't know. I couldn't oh, okay. say, oh, you know what song I like on my own by... Pat, I, but, yeah, okay. But that hook, the that hook right... That part? Yeah, I mean, kind of the whole thing. I was like, oh, yeah, I know this song. I fully knew the song completely. The song's like, I love a song. Yeah, it's great. It's really great. Um, have you ever seen the internet video about the man who's excited about Pilot Bell buys? No. Um, because he keeps okay. So Pilot Bell makes like a sweet potato pies, pumpkin pies. They were really popular last year because of this like internet video of this guy getting excited about eating the pie. Uh, but the one. <laughs> He keeps singing this line that Patty LaBelle sings in the song. Um, Why did it end this way? Like he keeps singing that part, <laughs> and I just like the idea of that being her signature line. Why did it end this? Because he does it five times, maybe. Like, like that's the, the part that stuck with him. And then her pies got famous, like from that. Yeah, because of that video. Okay. Um, 
Michael Bick, Michael Bick just killed it. Yeah, by he's the way. just like tearing his, it his up. part in the song just yeah. now is so good. That's my favorite line. Uh, we're acting like what was it? I don't know. We were acting like we're getting a divorce. We weren't even married. Something like that. Right. Um, her voice is so strong. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So strong. It's athletic. <laughs> it's it has, muscular. Yeah. Was she? Was she uh, I'm done. She was a big Motown person. Or no? Yeah. No. No, she had. She was in a band called LaBelle. Not a band, but a singing group called LaBelle. LaBelle. Okay. Popular in, was she big the, in the 60s? early 70s, I uh, think. 70s, okay. And, and mid-70s. Um, she's the original version of... Um, <sighs> Dave, help me out. I'm going to think of the name of the song. I, I, he wasn't listening to what I was saying. No. Lady she Marmalade, is? right? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. LaBelle Lady is, yeah. is... Oh, okay. I thought you were saying she was the... Okay. I thought you were going to tell me a new singer. That's a similar LaBelle vibe. Oh, no, no, no. Um, no, she's like the original uh, singer of that That's song. a big song, yeah. Uh, her that, voice is like oh, almost sorry. annoyingly strong. There's a twang to it that I can't really <laughs> put my finger on. Yeah, yeah. My mom has a weird opinion of her. Know. Like, she likes, like, the old Patti LaBelle stuff, but she says really? now, like, every time she appears in public, like, mm-hmm. on an award show, she just oversings. Like, now. Like, in today's time. Interesting. Which mm-hmm. I kind of agree with. Like, she does, like... Overcompensate for, you know, she's just going. What's crazy. going on in her life that she's doing that? <laughs> her pies weren't doing well. Maybe she's doing better now. No, her pies are doing really well. well. That's what I'm saying. It was before oh, that. Okay. <laughs> Zach, um, this is where my notes start to get a little bit more scattered uh, because I was stuck in the Hartford, Connecticut bus terminal for three hours, <laughs> and I just, I just lost the will to to write down notes. That's fine. That's so yeah. totally fair. That's cool. Uh, so early June, June tenth. Uh, around this time, Bob Geldof was awarded with a knighthood in recognition of his work in organizing Live Aid wow. and other concerts that raised millions of dollars for the starving people of Africa. Oh, uh, more, sure, Bob. More Challenger news. June 9th, the Rogers Commission <laughs> releases a report on the Space Shuttle Challenger disaster. Okay, let's move on. Yep. Uh... Billy Ocean. Yeah. I've never heard of this song before. No. I okay, this is the fr- I think this song... No, this is the second song so far that I had never heard throughout all of the 80s yeah. charts. This And then it starts happening more. Like, there were a couple, yeah. I don't think this year, maybe the next year. But, um, yeah, so this is There Will Be Sad Songs to Make You Cry by Billy Ocean. Um, the song is like, who cares, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... This is another artist that you guys have hated on. You were hating on Caribbean Queen, too. No, I wasn't no. hating on it. You guys kind of were. Good song. This song is not good. Yeah. The, 1986 also seems like a big year for people's other song. Like, yeah, it's yes. true. Yeah, it's so totally. True. Yes. Totally, yes. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, this song is just so... It's another ballad. I think it's solid. It's not solid. There's nothing solid about it. I don't, I don't know what makes this any worse than the other ballads we've heard, God. to be honest with you. It's just so middle of the road. There's nothing It's just so striking straight down the line. Just to, like, yeah, okay, cool. This is not even a power ballad. It's like I, a low power setting ballad. All right. I, I one thing I will say that I like about this song is oh. just the idea of like there will be sad songs to make you like you're singing to this person about how like like this <laughs> this song is not the one for you but there will be one. <laughs> there will be songs that will make you cry. This song will make you cry. Like there, there's something about how meta that is that I That's that funny. I happen to enjoy. That is funny. That's true. Yeah, I didn't know this one at all. Yeah, Billy Ocean. We, all right, we can move on. Fuck you guys. I've already forgotten it. It's. <laughs> Oh, this is my this is God. where it's at. You can't like complete opposite feelings. Yes, fuck yes, fuck yes. So this is holding back the years. 
simply red. Uh, Mike Hucknall. Oh, huh? simply red. Yeah, this uh, the guy. His name isn't simply red. Oh, it's not. <laughs> uh, he says that he wrote the lyrics to the song when he was seventeen, but the lyrics didn't come to him until a year later. Well, I assumed his his name was just Red, like one word Red, because right. it's simply Red. <laughs> uh, it's one week. One week at number one. Uh, it's July twelfth. Um, so it's a summer, this is summer so, ballad, so good. summer they, jam. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Still yeah. fitting, still fitting the theme of not being super fun. Another one. Yeah, it's, but not, it's, yeah. this is just so good. There's something about it that just draws you in. It's it's so beautiful. The vibe and, yeah. is yeah. there. Like the Mature. vibe. Yeah, which, yeah. Yearning. I love this so much. Do you so think much. Simply Red is in constant battle uh, with Steely Dan, who's trying to reel in the years? <laughs> <laughs> May I, I, yes. Is he? Is he a uh, a redhead also? Oh, he's red? a lot of. He has a lot of redhead. He's red got head. a redhead. What do you mean, Dave? What do you mean, do you mean he has a lot of redhead? He has what does curly that hair, like curly ginger locks. Okay, he's he's straight up ginger yeah. also. Simply red. I didn't do that. I'm not much sure research. if it's like. I'm not sure if like the lyrics are supposed to make you feel good, but I feel no. It, yeah, he really could have been good. saying anything, and yeah, I could exactly. care less. It doesn't it's matter. The feeling of the song, the vibe. Yeah, he is. could be promoting violence. Uh, I wouldn't care. Like, uh. <laughs> this song is um, like a quiet boner slowly building to its full form. You know what I mean? It's like a quiet. Describe boner. a loud boner. Exactly. It's like a cartoon, like sound effect. Like. This is a grown man's boner. I, I, I love it. <laughs> like an older gentleman boner. Yeah. <laughs> this feels good, you know. An older gentleman boner. Uh, do wait, 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 we haven't hit the, the, the main part yet. Right here, right here, right here, it? right here. Not home. I got. I try. All right, my turn. I'll keep holding on. What's, what's up? Not bad for no training. <laughs> Limited training. Uh, yeah. I have a question. We gotta hear when he's like. Ah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holding, oh, there's Stevie. <laughs> I'm trumpet. On trumpet. <laughs> On harmonica trumpet. <laughs> uh, did they usually cut the intro? I wasn't asked about that because that's not very familiar to me. Oh, uh, I don't know. It's uh, uh, so, so I hear you. So. Uh, the year following this, uh, Simply Red was nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys yeah. and lost to somebody else who we'll, we'll see later on this okay. year's list. Ah, Don't tell us. I like that. Year. Interesting. This year? Mm-hmm. Ooh, do not tell us. So we us. just got to get to the part where he just like is screaming. It's amazing. Was that it? No. No, no, no. It's coming. Oh. Wait. <laughs> the wavering, ah. quivering voice. Uh, yeah. You know what part I'm talking about. Though. Yeah. It's not that. Oh, see, so he no. does something similar, yeah, but even that, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Something about it, man. I love this more than anything like in the world. This vibe was never like cre- like nobody could like hone in on this like this. Never you know captured I mean? again. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think this something? was on the Smooth Jazz uh, radio station yeah, growing that's why up? I know yeah, it. yeah, it had that's to be. That's why I know yeah. this song so well. Zach, remember the Smooth Jazz Station CD 1019? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> this was a staple. I gotta sure. listen to this album. I've never, I've not listened to it. Yeah, me to too. It. My dad bought it. He does a cover of a Talking Head song, Heaven. It's interesting. Okay. All right. Here's where we start uh, to get a little more fun. Yeah, now I we're guess. Back, yeah, now yes. we're fun again. But yeah. it's like adult fun. 
It's like, it's not kid yeah. fun. Well, was it? Or, or do we just associate this with being very adult now? I don't know. I don't know. There's still something very like, hey, Dad, you could let loose sometimes. <laughs> like, uh, so one week on the charts. Um, Invisible Touch by Genesis. Yeah, July 19th. says... He thinks this is a good song. He said that. <laughs> he thinks this is the best. And he's very hard on, on yeah. himself. So that's that's. And the drummer said, speaks or not the yeah, drummer, but uh, the bass player said, um, always have a fun time playing this song. <laughs> so they had a, they had a good a lot of good things to say about it. Peter Gabriel not in the band, is it? No, long no. gone. Oh, but okay. okay. Interestingly enough, the next song on the chart has something to do with Peter Gabriel. <laughs> uh, oh. So this, so and Phil Collins said that if they knew that that was going to happen, that this song was going to get bumped by them, they would have written a letter saying, congratulations, motherfucker. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my I God. I love that. That's awesome. interesting, because I was thinking about it in terms of they beat him to the gun because they got right. number one first. But, yeah. but from the other perspective, is he bumped them out. Yeah, so. he bumped them out. Yeah, but no, I think they meant that it was more like a, like a poking. I don't think that right, they were right. there was much animosity. But... Um, so Phil is like here to stay on the '80s charts. Oh yeah, he hit number one maybe the most. I'm so gonna, far, I'm gonna, I don't know if that's true, but I'm gonna make that guess. Hit number. Hit number one the, mo- the most times in the '80s over Madonna or Michael Jackson. Maybe he's been on it a lot so far. Michael less than I thought. Maybe at least these last like three years. No, Michael's for sure. already at this point. Michael's yeah, three, Michael probably hit more. three already. I think. Okay, never Michael, mind. Maybe four. But like in the mid '80s, like Phil, well, Phil Collins had that one song with that girl. Yeah, he a, had uh, against all odds. Against all odds, he had um, studio. Whitney's already studio. Whitney's he had already twice or three another times. Another one. Too. Uh, the the slower one. Oh, uh, uh, um, one more night. One more night. It's and then this four five. So yeah. I guess this is technically not Phil Collins solo, right. but it's yeah. it's his voice. So I I can kind of understand the backlash, I guess. Yeah, he was just unrelenting. He was so yeah, and he's not cool, but he's he is. He's the coolest. Uh, the first time Genesis hit number one, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably the only. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Uh, I love those lyrics. Invisible touch. I like that. Yeah. idea for a lyric. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, nothing much more. Anything huh? else? I can't. I can't dance to go to number one. Did it? <laughs> Just, just, oh, I like that song so much more than I like really? that. I, I like that song too. Yeah, really Invisible do. Touch rules. Yeah. Oh, I, no, well, I like Invisible Touch a lot, but I like recently realized how much I love. Oh, I can't really? dance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that one too. Uh, I'm leaving Spotify for a moment. Okay. I like that you oh, did that because yeah. the version that was on Spotify is, is very bad. It's one of the most negative things in my oh, life. Are we money for this ad? <laughs> we'll cut that out. One of the most negative things in my life is the fact that Peter Gabriel is not on streaming because he's one of my, I would safely say, top 10 to 15 artists of all time. Just He's not on any streaming format at all? No, he's, he's not he's on... He's definitely on Apple Music. Uh, but not every album, I believe. Okay. I believe that on Apple Music, there's only like one or two albums, maybe. I think So is on... Oh, really? And I think... Some of his music is on Spotify, but it's not from albums, I think. Right, but like the first four, like the Peter Gabriel albums are not on there. So this is Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer, one week. Um, As we said, he knocked... What a jam, man. This is a fucking jam, this song. It's so cool. And you know what? It's kind of mature, too. It's like a very adult year. It's adult, but this is... They're all old white guys. This is adult yeah, fun that's still. what I'm saying. It's yeah, like a, it's older white guys. Yeah. Like, or, or, well, how old are they, actually? Uh, 
mid thirties. Yeah, so that's horn, that's older white guys to me. The like, horn part was played by a, one of the original Stax horn players from mm-hmm. the, the horn the, the horns, uh, and Tony Levin on bass. Right. Featured from the other band King Crimson. This is not on Steve, streaming services. Uh, There's a horn part that's lifted from uh, Superstition, right? Fuck, I'm sorry. What happened? He got a bumble. Match. I got a bumble message. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I accidentally clicked Sweet, on it. Uh, let's, let's hear it. <laughs> And, Thirsty um, Yeah, can you read it, actually? Actually, you should hear it. You should read it. No, I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, the, the fact that anybody messaged you on Bumble makes you cooler than, than yeah. almost anyone I know. Yeah. Bumble? Uh, this is one of the greatest music videos mm-hmm. of all time. That's um, what I was referring to. God, yeah. this fucking yeah. song, man. It's so good. I don't know. I'm... Uh, what is it about this song? It's just it's, like it's the, it's the bass. The sickest yeah, it's probably, it's probably the bass. Yeah, it just pulls but you also, in. It's power though. Those horns are just horny as fuck. Also, <laughs> it's like not an it's not an upbeat song. It's just like right, it's driving, just like, it's driving, sludgy, yeah. like and oh, sludgehammer, sludgehammer. Yeah, Peter Gabriel's voice has it's this cool. like it's like that. Dave Matthews? Dave Matthews precursor, <laughs> like, crack, but so much better. Yeah, like, for he's sure. Just such a unique, cool voice. Um, who, who does the music from Toy Story? Randy, Randy Newman. Newman? He kind of sounds like Similar, that to me. Yeah, yeah right? Really? A more aggressive, I, I hear that a little bit. A little bit of a more aggressive Randy Newman, yeah. That's kind of a cool connection I've never made in my life. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> and if you've okay. not seen the video, please just go watch the video. It's so, so good. It's like, clayma- it's like stop motion, claymation, art, and... He had to like lay under this glass for like 16 hours uh-huh. and yeah. Oh, it's just so driving. Yeah. I don't know. This yeah. will probably show up later for somebody. We'll see. Yeah. You know what's fun too? Both Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins were balding, but like Peter Gabriel, like he balded more. <laughs> yeah. But later on. But later on. Yeah. Yeah. He came in later, but he really took the cake. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Part, so. Zach, anything you, you want to say about this song? Nah, I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's so great. It's yeah. It speaks for itself. Yeah. Right here. And then, Superstition. Yeah, the horn line from Superstition. Yeah. And, and this part. The, uh, the, yeah. Shock, it's, a, it's a Saka, I don't know how to pronounce it, Saka Chuchi or Saka Chewy. What culture is it associated Saka with? Saka Jawea. Asian Okay. I don't know specifically which region, but it's a synthesized. This transition's about about to suck so much. The transition to this next piece of garbage song. Dave, you know what the next song is? It's such garbage. I don't. It's another Peter. It's the it's the other Peter. 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 Oh yes, the other piece of garbage. I I hate this. Peter North. Okay. Yeah, the other Peter, Peter North. Peter Cetera looking like Matthew Modine and Willem Dafoe's baby on the cover of this album. (laughs) Uh, Glory of Love. Glory of Love, two weeks. Oh, what a great message. He intended this to be on the Rocky IV soundtrack, but instead they put it on Karate Karate Kid 2. Is it really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big, big uh, downgrade for the Karate Kid movie. <laughs> the, the the song from like, I don't think he heard the song that was in the first movie. Well, clearly the Karate other Kid. song didn't hit number one though. You know what is actually pretty interesting about this song is you can hear his teeth like the, <laughs> like that. Like if we talked about the last time when he sings, he's got this weird face that he makes. You can hear it. Karate Kid Two is when it was in Japan. So they, um, went, so they went to Japan, I think. Yeah. This song um, and Satara in, gen- in general perfectly captures what it feels like after waking up from a Tylenol overdose. 
God, I just... I'm, you know, I feel like I, this is a song I should like. I fucking hate it. I don't like it. No, I, this part I kind of like. Like, I kind of like that. Like, I love I Foreigner that. so much. He's a gentleman. I feel like I should love this. Do you get the similarity at all or no? I don't know. No, it, there is something there, but it's it's the most extreme version of, like, white. This is what, like, in the 80s yeah. people make fun of, I think. Mm. When you think of, like, like S- what's some the, of it, yeah. yeah like well, this. I think a lot of it's what we like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of like it. I don't know if I like it or not. Like, because there's parts of me that like it because it's so bad, right? And shitty sounding. <laughs> I'm I'm just really having trouble picturing somebody like doing karate to this song. <laughs> That's true. I don't. I think it was in like maybe like a sentimental <laughs> part or something. No, it's because he falls in love with this Japanese girl. Wait, wait. Oh, is it? Yeah, there's a Japanese oh, okay, girl okay. that he like he's into and. I'll they, say yeah. Karate Kid. Oh yeah, Glory of Love. <laughs> great. Fight for your honor. Come on, Karate ah, Kid, fight yeah, for your honor. It does work. Japan. Can you skip to the ending? Because the ending has a different feel. It's pretty grooving, and it sounds very similar to a song that we do love from the 80s, Easy Lover. Check this out. It's like towards the very end. This is towards the very okay. end. Right here. This part's good. Yeah, do more of that. Yeah, I would enjoy this a lot. That's Easy Lover a little bit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's definitely. The same kind of hits. Love Easy Lover. Easy Lover. Minor version of that. <laughs> That's a good fade up right here. Oh. Another song that we've talked about quite a lot. Zach. Don't Preach. Oh, yeah, sorry. Papa Don't Preach, two weeks. Madonna. Yeah, M- middle of August. This uh, this adds to my previously uh, stated thesis about uh, different relationships being uh, talked about in in these hit yeah. songs. Right. Yep. Right. A, yeah. Father daughter. Yep. This one's about Papa. Hey. And, it, and uh, once again, you can refer to our Madonna episode to uh, hear our true opinions. Our true opinions. Yeah, our true gonna... blue opinions. Um, but yeah, before we even go though I want to say we learned during that uh, episode that this song in particular brought classical music back into the cultural mainstream <laughs> and a great video and a great video great video yeah. Danny Ayo 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 love the song uh, uh, yeah, oh here we fucking go I didn't realize that uh, Stomp the Musical was such a hit back <laughs> in 86 <laughs> hell um, yeah this is one of the uh uh, One of the many is, songs that we covered as a cover band, The World. We did this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is... Um, the World, is, of course, is our cover band that only did 80s, I guess. For the main most main part. Main we main did line. a little bit of 90s stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Higher Love, Steve Winwood, One Week, August 30th. So end of end of the end summer. Of the summer. End of the summer end jam. It feels like it. it. It is an end of the summer It, it yeah, feels yeah, like it, man. For sure. I... I think I don't. This goes without saying. I fucking love this song. Yeah, this song. Uh, yeah, yeah, this song is featuring Nile Rodgers on guitar and Shaka Khan on backing vocals. Wow, I did not. Hey, you shocked my Khan by knowing that fact too. <laughs> well, I I always know my Shaka. That's great. Hyper, this song is like the, so hyper rhythmic. Mm-hmm. So much a, rhythm in this damn song. 
That's a great way of putting it. I love that undertones. Synth yeah, the bass line. I love that synth bass part. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Listen, I don't know if it's true, but I feel like all the musicians who played on this song were probably in the best shape of their lives while recording. <laughs> it just sounds like a physically fit performance. They were locked in. I could, I could see headbands, tank tops. Yeah. Steve Winwood, was he in a, another Traffic. Band? Traffic. Traffic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Starring Don Cheadle. <laughs> and then he was also in the one album wonder, Blind Faith, which is, which is uh, basically him and Cream. Oh, oh right. cool. Okay, yeah. Clapton. I mean, they put a lot on their shoulders. Actually liking traffic? <laughs> Come on, that's quite a feat. Uh, <laughs> Just what a cool voice he has. Such a good voice. Yeah. Like, If we don't get... To, we gotta get to the ending with Chaka Khan if we have nothing else to say. It's a long song. Very long. Uh, because... Right here. Yeah, that's her. I w at one point... Did you hear that? At one point, uh, the YouTube uh, page for this song was just all the comments where, pe where people saying things that of what "Bring Me a Higher Love" kind of sounds like. That was just, it was just <laughs> so it was like "Bring Me an Iron Lung," <laughs> "Bake Me a Pie of Love." Like it was just that was just it was one of the best threads on I YouTube. <laughs> I thought you said YouTube, and I was like, "You're on a YouTube <laughs> forum talking about Steve Winwood." <laughs> Very um, confused. <laughs> Chaka Khan does her classic broom technique, which is like a sweeping up to the notes. I love that. Um, now we're into a more. Now we're we're back in the fun. Honestly, yeah, we're, getting, yeah, we're back in. Yeah. Into so the this fun. is Venus by Bananarama. Uh huh. Spent one week on the chart. Um, apparently, they had this song that they would play before they recorded it. Oh really? And they they, they, they were like kind of convinced by their people that it wouldn't. Like do well, but look at this went to number one. Well, isn't it a song from like the sixties? Yeah, it's a sixties yeah. song, right? It yeah, just starts a trend of songs from the sixties and seventies, like being remade and topping the charts in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Um, you like this version better? There's something about it. It's fun <laughs> that, that, that I love. Yeah. And this is in so many commercials. Yes. Uh, the female razor. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> specifically, yeah. Specifically. That yeah. definitely was the first time I heard this song. Wait, it's a razor with a vagina? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie Teeth? Is this the theme song for the movie Teeth with uh... <laughs> Oh god damn it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really weird. It's a sentient razor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't really care about this song that much, but I love the vocal yeah. sound. I love Cruel Summer. Gang more, vocals. More we were talking this. about this. It's yeah. unison. They're all singing in unison. <laughs> Pretty awesome. It's kind of ballsy, ballsy as a vocal group to never like do harmonies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. I, no, but they sound good but, together. But it, it does sound good. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're a little shy, that's that's fun. So Bananarama is all females? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's three, three British ladies. Yeah. Hmm. How do you come up with a... Fucking band name, Bananarama. Bananarama. Just like like yeah, a like close. a like a festival of bananas. A Bananarama. I don't know. Ramalama Ding Dong, Greece. All right, I think we can move on. Yep. Yeah, baby. We got it. Oh uh, yeah. Top Gun, baby. Top Gun, baby. This is "Take My Breath Away" by Berlin, but this song was written by Tom Whitlock <laughs> and Giorgio Moroder. I can't breathe. Extremely Wait, I can't Giorgio. Breathe. Yeah. I can't breathe, guys. <laughs> Is it somebody September September thirteenth? So we're kicking off the fall, mm -hmm. taking my breath away. Makes me think of Tom Cruise every time and Goose. Really? 
and uh, his song Meg Ryan. His song and, uh, um, the other chick in Top Gun. I don't know her name. It, re- it makes me think of my childhood dentist, Doctor Gross, because <laughs> there's something so numbing about it. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> you hear that meowy synth bass line? It's very classic. Uh, there's an ethereal qual- quality to it. Yeah, there's the one line it. where they say we're watching in slow motion, and that's kind of what it feels it, it, like. Yeah. Everything feels like it's sort of slowing down. As- they they capture yes. that. Um, this song sounds like a headache to me, but one that I want to last forever. I was trying to like explain this on another podcast. Like, there's good headache songs and there's bad headache songs to me, and this is a good headache song. <laughs> I, I don't know how to describe. Maybe like a you, know you smoke a lot of like you smoke weed and you're like high, but you're you're only feeling it in your head. Whatever. It's like I a heady high, it. not a body high. It's a heady high. This song is a heady high. <laughs> um, it's it's only played really in the in the sex scene in Top Gun. Is it? And Top Gun is barely a love story. It's like a very small well, element feel, of the movie. Did, wasn't it that they wrote it? The story they developed the story a little more around because of the song. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that. I feel like I read that. Could be true. Could I mean, be not. I mean, the Top Gun song is dangerous. I was gonna say, what's yeah. what's the what's yeah. the real Top Gun oh. song? Yeah. No, but I mean, like, yeah, when, Loggins, when, this se- when this song got associated with the... Is there a third one, the too? M- Another song? Not the, I don't Love that lo- love. You lost that love. They sing that, that song, but yeah. that, that's way older than that. No, but what I was saying is once um, this song got associated with the movie, I think they developed their relationship more in order to incorporate oh, In promotion? In, no, like, in the movie. Oh, okay, okay. I thought the song became a hit, and they're like, oh, let's, in the pro, like... No. We're promoting this movie, like, this movie. Let's say that you guys are still in love. No. Um... Also, I'm trying to think. The volleyball scene has a pretty big song too, right? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. Something about the boys. I, I haven't the, seen the movie. Might, you know, I feel like the volleyball so scene long. might just be instrumental. No, it's playing with the boys. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Um, so Berlin, playing are they are the they a German boys. band? I, I would assume. Nope. No, no, I don't think so. No. Nope. All right, tell me about Berlin, Dave. Dave. I don't know much about them, but I know they're American. You're positive? Yes, because they did a VH1. Uh, <laughs> Band reunion, what was that? Key change. Yes. Do you know? Do you know what the show I'm talking about on VH1? Like behind the music, reforming the band. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't I don't called know. reforming yeah, the yeah, band, no, but get, yeah, getting exactly the band back together. About. But they would have bands that broke up, that were from the '80s, come back together for a reunion show, and they would play a couple of their hits. And they did this song and the Metro. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, other, that's the other one. This yeah. is another song that uh, I've mentioned before. It's a song that I like, but I'll, I. I Probably will never put it on really? for my own enjoyment. You know, I I haven't, but I I think I really truly love it. Yeah, I love it too. Let's move on though. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, Brandon's favorite. Uh, one, one of the one of the bigger hits of the year. Three weeks. Yeah, stuck. <laughs> they were stuck on this hey, song for three a weeks. A lot of people like it. A lot of people like Huey Lewis. Hey, they're real popular bands. Stuck with you. I'll or, tell you, I like this song more than uh, me too. Power of Love. Me too. Fair. At least it sounds different from like. But it's also still sounds like it's like, like the opening credits of like a <laughs> Dunstan yeah. checks in. Oh or my like, god! <laughs> so like funny. some yeah. '90s baseball animal we're, uh, movie. We're at September 20th now. Um, right around this time, a tour bus carrying the heavy metal band Metallica crashes in Sweden, killing their bassist Cliff Burton. Cliff Burton. Wow. Yeah. It's right around this time. So yeah, this song and then that ha- that's happening also. <laughs> it's just so dad. 
I, I think that's why I love it. I, mm. I, I really love it. You know, this one, I did not enjoy it while I was listening to it yesterday, but of all the songs I listened to yesterday, it was the one I was singing today like an idiot walking yeah. around the house. <laughs> yeah. See, I love it's, it. it's stuck with you. Here comes the chorus. Yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. <laughs> so has this song ever been used in a glue commercial? <laughs> <laughs> Elmer's. Because I don't think... Well, I was trying to think there's... This that. also sounds like this could be a Randy Newman... Yeah, yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Was this, was this in the movie Stuck on You? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon and Kinnear? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love his voice. I don't love his song, but I like that it's different than that that one song that he kept repeating. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The one Hugh Lewis song that's like... Yeah, it's he nice made to hear five him times. switch it up. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know what we're going to switch up? Is the song. This is When I Think of You by Janet Jackson. Spent two weeks on the charts. We don't know when this episode's coming out, so we don't. I don't want to spoil how much we love this song. No, yeah, it's come. Control's definitely coming out before this. Before this, yeah. Okay, we have like backlog like five. Oh yeah, you're right. 80s episodes. So this. Hope you enjoyed the Control episode. Yeah, and I ranked this song. Number one on control. I. Uh, it's a great one. I'm still a little shocked that this hit number one, because like those other. Well, but the Jacksons called it. I know you're right, and yeah, you think of this as like the the number one song from this album. I when the, when when I first listened to it before we were doing it for albums, yeah. it stood out to me as like, oh, this is the clear cut yeah. like hit song. Oh. Like it just like immediately from the opening chords, I was like, it just makes sense. I thought I was thinking either nasty or whatever you done for me lately. Yeah, it would be bigger hits. Those one, like, one of those two, for sure. And then even let's wait a while before this one too. Yeah, I thought let's wait a while would be a big number one hit too. But we, <laughs> it's not true. No, we're we're wrong. This we're wrong. is just fun. This so one's fun. We're in October now. It's two weeks. Um, I think we can move on. Yeah, we yeah. already said what we we wanted to say. Yeah. Zach, you got something? Nope. <laughs> Okay, great. Here we go. This is True Colors by Cindy Lauper. Yes. Um, amazing song. And Cindy Lauper is a great songwriter, but mm. this is the only song on her album that she did not have a hand in co-writing in any way. Really? Yeah. Phil Collins. Doesn't Phil Collins do no. this song? Yes, he does. Yes, okay. but he didn't. But write later, it. later. Yeah. Oh, she did it first. Yes. Yes, but it's yeah, not her song though. Okay, sorry. Um, but I love her vo- vo- voice on this song. I love that. Hard to take care. Yeah. She's like, just like throwing it away in a good way. Like she's throwing her voice out there. Absolutely. This song sounds like empathy. Um, I just saw. Okay. So I went to, for my, uh, my job's holiday party. We went to see a concert, a Holly concert. And uh, I saw a music teacher sing. This is not a joke at all. I saw a music teacher sing this to a group of disabled students in wheelchairs. And it was honestly, I think now is the most beautiful song of all time. Just because of that moment. It was uh, the most. That would be moving. Fast. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's was, a perfect moment. Wow. Like, perfect opportunity. It was crazy. Great, like, song selection for yeah. a moment like that, too. Yeah. That's amazing. And her yeah. voice was really cool and unique, like Cindy Lauper. Really? Yeah. The, the teacher? That's cool. Yeah. You know what? She's kind of known more for ballads. Lopper? She's like... Time mm-hmm. after time. I know she's like a quirk. Mm-hmm. Her whole thing, she's like really quirky, but like uh, she's got ballads. And girls mm-hmm. just want to have fun. That's the big not ba- ballad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Her voice is cool. Cindy Lauper. Cool voice. Yeah, yeah, I, she, I like it. it. It's kind of really cool that she just had a bunch of hits in the 80s and then just kind of went away. For, like, she yeah. didn't... She didn't see, it, uh, I mean, I don't know a ton about her career, but it doesn't seem like she tried to do like a lot of like 90s like cash grabs type I don't stuff. Think so. She yeah. didn't she didn't try to like oversell her fame doing some other stuff. And now she's just like a cool she like writes music for yeah. Broadway shows yeah, and stuff. Kinky now. boots. You know, yeah. before she was a solo artist, she was in this band and I forget what happened, but that band like uh, sued her and she went bankrupt. Wow. Before she was a solo artist. Damn. Which is interesting. Like, is a band from the late '70s. I don't know anything about that band, but it's a weird. Was it called Lopercy? <laughs> Lopercy. <laughs> awesome. Uh, no, that's good though. Lopperganger. Yeah, it's an interesting. Jesus part of her, and the Loppers. The Loppers. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know if you guys covered this on a, on a previous '80s one, but uh, uh, one of the, one of the only uh, pop artists to be covered by Miles Davis. Oh yeah, Miles Davis does time after time, and, oh. and he also does human nature. And does human nature on yeah. that? Uh, it's one of his last albums, and yeah. and it's and he does human nature, and he does time after time. Yeah, cool. It's cool. Beautiful um, song. Beautiful song. That's my favorite era of Miles Davis's look. <laughs> you gotta look <laughs> the it up. End. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So really weird fact about this song. This is Amanda by Boston. So two weeks. They had uh, two weeks. They had. Six years off Two of weeks. the charts um, from their last song. And a demo of this song got leaked via a satellite feed, like, at the radio station. Mm-hmm. And so it, like, went over transmission, and it became the most requested song in, like, that radio station's his- in, like, the radio station's history Weird. for that year. Because people were hmm. dying for more Boston. Really? Oh, so this one isn't on their big album. No. This is, okay. No. That was, this was six wait, years after six that. Six years after, okay. Yeah, so Chicago made a comeback in the 80s, and so did Boston, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Boston wasn't nearly as big as they were. No. This, no. It's no. just this song and maybe like one or two others probably, right? I think just maybe this one. Okay, that yeah. was This... Because their first album is like one of those albums where you... It kind of like rumors hit. every song every you song. is like, oh, yeah. this is a huge hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... This song to me sounds like it's from like the late seventies. Yeah, they did yeah. not change their sound at all. <laughs> not in the at slightest all. Bit. Which is interesting. Why did people make this number one? Yeah, well, yeah. I guess they missed them. They just want, <laughs> it's the it's the people left over from the seventies, and you know they just have such a distinct sound. I I mean I like it. I just like it more for because I grew up listening to Boston, yeah. but um, yeah, and I love Brad Delp's voice. He has uh, and, uh, an amazing and, uh, voice. Zach, you can vouch for this. No other band, sorry, <laughs> never has a band sound so much like a piece of geography that it's named after as Boston. It sounds like Boston. So much. It's, you, you Don't you think of Boston immediately? No, because I live there. <laughs> no, the only music that makes me think of Boston is it's like Irish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, it's actually funny is that uh, in the neighborhood that I live, uh, like two blocks away from my house, uh, there's actually a plaque to the apartment that Aerosmith lived in. <laughs> is Bo- Boston is, must be from Boston for for real? I think so. I think I think Tom Schultz went to Harvard. I think we player. might have talked about this, but why would you name yourself after a major city or we, country? Yeah, we've talked about this yeah. before. It seems episode, like there's just too much pressure. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to make it big in that area. Yeah. Like, like how is that going to show up on a flyer? <laughs> like, yeah, like Boston. Boston. Yeah. Kansas. Like, yeah. Boston. Yeah. 
Asia. Yes. America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, Europe sounds like Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They nailed it. <laughs> Europe nailed it. <laughs> we can move on, right? Yeah, I was gonna say real quick. Chicago. Uh, my two sisters. My other sister's name is Amanda. Oh wow. So the two name songs this year, those are the names of my sisters. I don't think I knew you had two sisters. There you go. I was I've waiting for you, this podcast to I've reveal that. I've known you for like 15 years. I, I don't think I, I knew you had two know, sisters. I didn't know that for yeah. quite a while. Uh, yeah. I knew you had one. I knew, you, I knew you had a younger sister. Why would you need to know that I had sisters? And uh, her sisters. <laughs> uh, uh, All right. Oh, That's me. too personal. That's too personal. <laughs> All right. Uh, it should be Boston. I don't need to know it, but I something I feel like I should have known. All right, Human League. This is sick. The Human League. Human League. Again, their other song. Their other yeah, song. Their song. Yep, Human. Um, Which I like better, actually. This was produced by, do you know who? I don't know. No, I don't know. Really? No. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yep. It sounds like it. Yep. So following their success with Janet Jackson, uh, they got this job. And I really like this song. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, like human. Yeah, despite their... Still very adult. Yeah. Despite their name, this is the first time the band publicly admitted that they weren't actually robots. <laughs> <laughs> this is November uh, 22nd, right around this time. Billy Eckstein... Eckstein? Eckstein? Billy Epstein? No, E-C-K. Eckstein? Eckstein? You know who that is? I don't know. He makes his final recordings, later released on his album, Billy Eckstein Sings with Benny Carter. Oh. Who's Billy Eckstein? I don't know. I thought, I, thought maybe, I thought maybe you guys would know who that is. I don't know who that yeah. is. This is another band that I think we mentioned before where it's like, I never realized how big they were. Like, yeah. they had a lot of hits. Well, kind of weird. Well, no, but not oh, even just that went to number oh, one. Oh, like. true. I like the song I so much. I do like this song. Yeah, it's very cool. The mix of, like, New Wave and New Jack Swing. Mainly for the, the music than the, the vocals, but... I do like the melody though. Like it's very uh, it's, it's very sincere. We were saying that the song sounds a lot like the uh, the new edition song, "Can You Stand the Rain." Yeah, yes, the yeah. melody is very similar. Yeah, "Can You Stand the Rain" very slower, slower jam, but slow jam. Your face. That's all we gotta say. Yeah, I guess that's all we gotta say. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Ooh. Welcome to Jersey, motherfuckers. Oh God! Can we just move on? Bon Jersey. This is. I actually, I actually do like this song. <laughs> I don't like any other Bon Jovi. I, this one works for me. This is uh, you Pre- give love a bad name. I appreciate your honesty. No, no, no. There's a very obvious another one that we'll cover in the future that I dislike more. Mm. This this one's okay. Uh, this song. I don't, song I don't opposite. hate it. I'm opposite. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, you're just incorrect. Yeah, I like this song. <laughs> Wait, you're saying you like this song less than the other one? Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah, it's not a better song. No. Third song's more annoying, maybe. Yeah. But it's better, yeah. Um, is this the first hair metal? Is, is this considered hair metal? Oh, yeah. Yes. So this is the hair first metal hair? number Have you one. Have that, that yeah. do? <laughs> yeah, it's probably the first hair metal number one hit. Yeah. The first band with hair. So this, um... <laughs> this is November 29th. This song was written by Desmond Child, who was a very big ah, songwriter. Uh, he wrote for Aerosmith, for Cher, for Ricky Martin, Hanson. He did stuff. Um, the original album artwork was supposed to be uh, a girl with big breasts with a wet t-shirt. And uh-huh. it, people complained so much, so now it's just a wet bag. 
<laughs> with the title wiped in it. Slippery when wet. Yeah. That's that's gross now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Slippery when wet. Uh, all of us growing up in New Jersey, this band, this song is really everywhere, unavoidable, and every bar. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, every bar, and I fuck this. It's it's sort of the. Um, <laughs> no, I don't hate it that much. Honestly, of, I hate the other one more. No, but the, it's sort of the dark side to the Bruce Springsteen light side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. yeah it's the other side, the grosser Jersey, I guess. But this yeah. is also proof of your theory of. Uh, <laughs> Band's other songs. Yes, other, like, your other, your other song that one was didn't maybe come six. before this nah, one. It's after. It's yeah. the same, other same song. album though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Wanted Dead or Alive is on that too, right? That maybe. song I like. I oh, really? Song I like. That one yeah. I really don't like. <laughs> I don't like it either. I like that one. I like that one more than this one, but not as much as. You know, I don't mind the intro guitar part, but the actual song, like, I think sucks I'm a so bad. Boy. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Him talking about being a cowboy. Can we stop making me so upset? Jersey Sorry, cowboy. No, no, yeah. Change it. I'm a cowboy. Oh, we're back to Peter Boy. This is uh, The Next Time I Fall featuring Amy Grant, Peter Cetera. We spent one week on the charts. I like this one a little more than the me other too. one. Me too. I do too. Yeah. That intro is boss. I just get tired of looking at his face. Yeah. <laughs> well, turn your phone over. Does he look the, like... This part's he, cool. Wait, hold on. No, he really looks like Willem Dafoe and Matthew Modine combined. Does he look like Glenn Fry? Yeah, a little bit. Yep. <laughs> I love that part. Um, It's a medium good song. Definitely an improvement. I, I, I like to think that there was some sort of shortage of, of <laughs> shitty ballads in the mid-80s, so everyone had to split them. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like we gotta ration them. Two of you have to get on this one. What's funny about this song is it, it yeah, it it sounds like it could be a Whitney Houston song, like yeah, the parts. same electric piano. It's just like this part I like. It reminds me of uh, my favorite artist of all time, Kate Bush. She has a song called "Never Be Mind." Never be mind. Never be mine. Same exact keyboard part, basically. Really cool. But uh. I wish he didn't sing it. I like the song, but this, the voice, voice is still is very not, bizarre. It's still grating. He's like, I, I like this part a little bit. This part's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, just the part they just passed, yeah. Oh, this part. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind the song, but it's, his voice is just very strange. It's like a soulless Gib brother. That's <laughs> dead on. It's yeah. like, yeah, James Blunt in the Bee Gees. <laughs> I think we was, should get... Was Peter Cetera, was he in... Chicago. Oh, Chicago. 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 Yeah. It's a bad Chicago. The, the, people, people who like Chicago will say literally, no, like, but wait, except I think, for the Peter Cetera. You believe what I always believed. It was always Peter Cetera. Like the main, like the he early stuff is still guy. him. Well, but he, but he's not the prominent band member in the beginning. No, like, he like, is. Like, like, who like, sings he, Saturday in the Park? Who's it's that? him. It's him. Oh, interesting. He sings twenty-five or six to four. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure he does. Maybe yeah. we're wrong, but yeah. I think it's like I think the music has changed so drastically. Like, think about, think. Think about it. sitting on the break of day. Like I think okay, it's maybe I'm, it is. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's him. I had the same exact misconception as you, though. Okay. I always thought there were two. Sh- I thought there were two Peter Cetera's eras. Well, no, the band is so much shittier in the '80s. You think that? Yeah. You think it's a different person behind yeah. it? You have to scapegoat something to <laughs> explain why up. they got so bad. I'll look it up during our not next song, but. Uh, I'll look it up. Because, okay. Uh, oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. God damn, I love this song. This is The Way It Is by Bruce Hornsby, and the range is uh, spent... Oh, I didn't Tupac. write... Yeah, Tupac. Blue-collar message with a beat you can flow over. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell it's yeah. It's about the civil rights movement. It's about... Uh, is it? Yeah. Yep. If you, I knew it. That's just the way it is. You think wow. it's just a dainty piano ballad until that huge fucking boom bat comes in? Similar drums to uh, I'm Only Human. Yeah, yes, actually, actually same yeah. and like same vibe. Yeah, and that bass. I think there's a similar bass lot like fill before the yeah. uh, it comes in. Yeah, uh, very similar vibe. Bruce is such an elegant, economical penis. <laughs> He's kind of like an update of Bill Evans for any of my jazz folks out there. Brandon, did you hear what David just yes, said? Yes, I did. A uh, yeah. sweet, naturalistic, good-mannered voice. Fits in the same category as Christopher Cross, I think, vocally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, relaxed old, vocals. That's a good-mannered man. I, I, I described... Well-natured. I, uh, Dave and I spoke about this on our own, because this was another thing this year, right? Or was this last year, maybe, that we listened to a lot of Bruce Shorts? more last year. Last year, but... Yeah. Um, uh, this is basically like the quintessential Berkeley sound, like okay, like a like a, a very talented musicians doing pop music. Like this is just sounds like when I went to school. Yeah, it's like it really just like it feels like oh these are all my professors. Um, yeah, it sounds like that. By the way, Peter Cetera was in Chicago up until 1986. Really? So yeah. Oh, so that's when they get good after '86. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, when he started. That's why we're seeing all the solo stuff of him now. Uh, oh, because it's '86 right now. Okay. Yeah. So th- this was our uh, previously mentioned uh, winner of Best New Artist at the Grammys. Oh, oh really? Bruce Hornsby so in the range. So wait, who, what was the other nominee again? Uh, so the other one that we mentioned was Simply Red. Oh, okay. Let me Love tell. Let me guys. tell you the other three. Bands Do we know them? That were, let's. There was something called New Shoes. No shoes. N U S H O O Z. Oh wow. Uh, Glass Tiger, who I I've seen around in like compilations, what? but I don't really know. That name sounds familiar and then, to me. And then Timbuk Three. Oh uh, my god. Famous for the future so bright, I I gotta wear shades. Oh, that's them. Okay. Those those were the. I mean. I, they picked the best of the of the five, yes. I think. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, the song has two piano solos in it. That's, yeah. that's what, what a weird collection of art. Like what? That's yeah. the, if you. It's a fun list to go through because they've been very wrong a lot, <laughs> a lot of, of times. Time. Yeah. We should do that every year, maybe. It's yeah. fun. Um, I was gonna say we saw the video and he's shot in profile a lot in the video. Yeah. He's got so a little you, rat tail. Yeah, so you can see his trusty little rat tail. It's it's fun. <laughs> Love the song. Moving on? Moving on. Tupac. All right. Oh, changes. Here we are at the end of the year. I don't see no changes. All I see is racist faces. This is Walk Like an Egyptian. Tat, 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 That's the way it is. By the Bangles. Who says that? Yeah. Rat tail, tail, tail. This song has nothing to do with anything other than when they saw people trying to balance themselves while on a ferry. I thought this was a remake of Steve Martin's King Tut. Uh, Very famous dance, famous uh, video. I really like this song. Can you do the dance? (laughs) I can. (laughs) Uh, I really like this. I love the... I I like this song. Yeah. 
It's fun. End of the year. Last uh, last yeah. number one of the year. End of December uh, around this time. The Smiths play Brixton Academy. Their hey. last their last ever gig before their dissolution. Yeah. Brexit Academy. Wow. Brick Brixton. Oh, oh Brixton. Brick Brick shit Academy. Brick shit. <laughs> shit brick. Yeah. Uh, I like the hypnotizing. I like this kind of groove in songs. Mm. It's fun. Don't really care about the song too much, but yeah, I like it more than I it's thought fun. I would. Yeah, but I like it. It's fun. It's, yeah, for some reason, like I always thought these lyrics were too cheesy. I don't know, like too cheesy for me. But now I'm like, who, why do I care about this being <laughs> cheesy? Yeah, is this a racist song now? Walk like an Egyptian. I, it, might be, it might be insensitive. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, kind of, it probably is. The video probably is. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> probably yeah. pretty offensive, yeah. right? Yeah. Because well, yeah, the thing is that the, I, you know what they're going for, but Egyptians are like still an actual people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's so true. So yeah. you'd have to change it to like walk like a hieroglyph or walk like a pharaoh yeah, an or ancient, something. An ancient Egyptian. Walk yeah. like a pharaoh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Very, very distinct uh, melody on this song. Yes. I think. I think it. A, a tone deaf person could hum the song and yeah. you'd still know yeah. what song it is. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I like it. And this carries over into 87. Yes, it does. Yep. And that's 86. That's 1986. So, um, overall, I think kind of what I said earlier remains true. Just not the most fun year. No, like a lot it's of very s- adult. Yeah, very adult, dramatic songs this year. No fun for us. So, we're going to do our um, most surprising song. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do our least favorite song, mm-hmm. and then our our top three songs. I'm gonna say top Go. five. Top five? There's enough. I'm not prepared for that, Dave. You can't just throw oh, something out there like funny, that. That's funny because I have five songs written down here as that I was gonna getting ready to eliminate too. You can't just do. I me also like have that. A, a short segment. Um, oh, that, oh of, of, of something on this. So please I, do. I'll, please do I'll just do this while every, while everybody is. Uh, do, so uh, these are the also rans for 1986. These are ones that uh, got very high on the end of the year uh, oh, Billboard charts, okay. but never actually hit number one. Um, highest of which, uh, uh, so we we said Broken Wings uh, came in at number five, um, even though that was in last year's was number one last year. Um, at number seven, we had uh, Eddie Murphy's classic Party All the Time, <laughs> was, was one of the top ten of the year. Um, so number, number one and two were the first two of the year. Um, uh, that's what friends were for and say, you say me. Number three was a, somebody, uh, a group called Climax. Oh yes. K L Y M A X X. Yeah. I have one of their tapes for some reason. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Never heard of them in my <laughs> life. They were the third highest seller of the, really? of the, of this year. Hmm. Uh, despite never hitting number one. Insane. Um, yeah. Uh, we got D- dancing on the ceiling came in at number 39, Conga by the Miami Sound Machine oh, in at 40. Yes. Uh, so have we not talked about Glory? I guess soon that's coming. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Do, we'll do an album. Too, um, so we'll have to. Uh, 40, uh, Danger Zone came in at 42. Uh, Walk of Life by Dire Straits in at 49. <laughs> uh, Invisible Touch, despite hitting number one, actually comes in at 54th overall really? by the end of the year. Interesting. And um, and then you get really interesting in the like 50s and 60s. You get uh, Nasty comes in at 58. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Take Me Home Tonight at 59. Wow. Um, Didn't go to number one. No. It's a huge song, I feel like, Take Me Home Tonight. 
Uh, one of my favorites and uh, fits in with the chaste theme of uh, of '86. Uh, but Jermaine uh, Stewart's classic "We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off" oh, <laughs> comes well, in at off. number sixty. Uh, Sixty-two is "Your Love" by the Outfield. Uh, right. Uh, Sixty-five, we have "Living in America" by James Brown. Uh, and then uh, uh, eighty. And the other the other one I thought was interesting was '89. Uh, we get "Walk This Way," uh, the Run DMC version. Right. So. Didn't didn't chart as hard as I thought that would have. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Some heavy hitters on there that did yes. not go to number one. Mm-hmm. The Outfield is a band that, like, okay, so I know that song yeah. and I've known it, but that name sounds like a band that exists in the past like eight years. Yeah, like, it sounds yes. like the, like the Get Up Kids yeah. or like yeah. the uh, the Starting Line, the Outfield, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the script. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. what I thought that they were. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the name of the Outfield's album is also like Play Ball or something like that. They're <laughs> very committed to the I baseball theme. Their greatest hits. <laughs> really? Back, yeah, it was one of the few CDs I bought when I was like. A t- not even a teenager. What song would you like me to play while we do our play the outfield? Okay, yeah, that's yeah. Fun, uh, yeah. Your, your love. I really I, that is a song I feel like I should hate because of how overplayed <laughs> it is, but I I love it. Yeah, I think it's medium played. Yeah, it's medium. Well, it's been it's, it's a big it's, it's a big been bar. in a lot of movies. I feel like lately. Yeah, it's a big bar song. I think. All right, so Zach, are you prepared to do the same rankings? Yeah, we're doing we're doing top three least favorite, and then we're gonna do top five. Okay, top five. Yeah. Live. Uh, least favorite and most surprising. Yeah. Okay, I can do all of those. Just come to me last on them. Sure. Okay. Uh, yo, that's actually true. We go this. We're gonna go oldest to youngest. So we're gonna go Dave, myself, Dan, Zach. Okay. okay. Cool. So Dave, Dave what is your most surprising? Yeah. Uh, just because I've never heard of it before, that Billy Ocean song. Okay. Why, like? I don't understand how a song that medium <laughs> makes it to the top. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what separates that. About yeah, it. like like why is that number one in this song your love isn't? Like I don't know. You know? Um, who knows? Um Okay. Wait, I thought I wrote this down. I thought there was another song that I had never heard. Was there another one that we said we didn't know? I mean there's a few. Shit, I thought I wrote it down. Hmm. Yeah, I have the list in front of me if you want to see all the songs, Brandon. I don't know. No, I, I mean, I have them too, right. but I thought I wrote down. Okay, so then, you know what? Um, I'll say, I'm going to say the same thing then, because I also didn't know that one. Fair enough. Um... Mine most surprising is Kyrie. Uh, Mr. Mister. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, good yeah. too. I didn't uh, didn't know that song, but it almost became like my new favorite. I loved it so much. Like <laughs> and it was a it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Like it that much, huh? Uh we'll see. <laughs> it's a good one. Zach? Uh, I would say uh, so like I knew the name of the band of the man or the person simply read and I just thought of it as something that was just very much just this like mid 80s clutter of just like stuff that I was never going to be interested in yeah and I and then I was pleasantly surprised by that song holding back the ears yes yeah. oh yeah totally all right uh Dave your worst worst song uh, uh... I think we're gonna be hopefully we'll be across the board here hopefully well maybe not We'll see, because you guys fucking hate on Huey Lewis all the time. 
Uh, wait, hold on. Why? There's definitely a clear. I forget. Uh, hmm. Why don't you say first? I can't think of it right now. All right. You give love a bad name. Okay, I'll. I'm gonna piggyback on that too. Bon Jovi. Sorry, Zach. Sure. Really. Because like, okay, it's definitely Glory else. of Love, Peter Cetera. You guys are no. out of your fucking minds. It's a terrible it's, song. I think it's worse. Really? I like it more than the then, Bon Jovi then song. Bon Jovi song, yeah. really? Sorry, Zach. Again, it's Peter Sorry, Cetera Zach. song sucks. I, I, I have no actual emotional connection to that. <laughs> Zach, we're sorry. We know it's your favorite song exactly. of all time. No Bon Jovi. You have their whole catalog. <laughs> like, like uh, I, I am a known Jove head. You know, <laughs> you're jovial, guys. <laughs> Uh, so, what is your least favorite song? Um, I, I'm I'm still really mad about the "Stuck with You" song being stuck in my head. Uh, so, so I'm I'm gonna say that that was God. my least just because. Damn, you know, fuck that, Huey Lewis. That, <laughs> that weird. It, no. This is the official yeah. anti Huey Lewis podcast. <laughs> I hate you guys. Like Huey Lewis guy. and the fake news. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck. hate. Did we make that joke on this podcast? Are maybe. you calling back? I, I may be a joke thief. I know. I, I said it, and I definitely stole it from somebody also. Okay. I can't remember who I stole it from. Maybe Zach somehow. <laughs> well, that would be wild. Yeah. Twilight Zone. Uh, okay, so. Okay, so now five? we're going to do top, our top let's five. Let's do top five, yeah. I'm ready for top five. Go ahead, Dave. Start from the bottom. This is little Dave. My top five favorite song. Mm-hmm. West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys. Nice. Number four, The Way It Is by Bruce Hornsby and the Range. Great. Uh-oh. Number three, Sledgehammer by Peter Cetera. Mm-hmm. Huh? Cetera? <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel. Okay. All right. Two, Holding Back the Years by Simply Red. And one, the greatest song of the 80s, Never gonna say other any other way live to tell dave madonna I, okay i'm gonna let brandon go first but I, I, it's un, i might have it, it, almost the same exact list Holy. yeah al- almost okay. almost yeah go ahead brandon. this is this yeah. is all not fake okay <laughs> what i'm about to say okay my number five song is west end girls oh my god my number four song is the way it is what Oh my god. My number three song is Holding Back the Years. Okay. My number two song is Live to Tell. <gasps> and my number one song is Sledgehammer. We have the exact. Guys, this is why we're best friends. Yeah. Just wait till you hear my list now. <laughs> number five, Sledgehammer. Okay. Peter Gabriel. Number four, West End Girls. Wow. That chat, boys. Number three, this is the only one that's different from you guys. Higher Love. Get Steve the Wynn fuck out of here. Higher Love. The song is amazing now. Holding Back the Years, Simply Red, number two. Number one. And the greatest song of the 80s. Live to Tell. Live to Tell. Madonna. Absolutely number one. I mean, they did an 80s high five there. <laughs> so the only song that you didn't have in was The Way It Is. I didn't yeah. have The Way It Is in right. there. And you guys didn't have uh, Higher Love, right. Steve Woodmood. And Zach? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm clearly the one who's who hasn't podcasted with the rest of everybody. <laughs> no, this is good though. All yeah. right, so yeah. We need so some variety. Got, yeah. We need some diversity. Yeah. At number five, I have the way it is. Great. At number four, I have Live to Tell. Okay. Uh, at three, I have West End Girls. Two is Higher Love, and number one is Sledgehammer. Holy okay, wait, shit. Hold on. Just very okay. similar. Wait, wait, very wait. Similar wait. You have hold the same on. exact makeup as him, right? Wait, wait, wait. Similar. Wait, shut the fuck up. Say that again. Slow down. Because now Wait, this affects our rankings. No, say, oh, yeah, yeah. say it slower, Zach. So number five was the way it is. Mm-hmm. 
Number four. Live to Tell. Wow. West End Girls. Higher Love. This is insane. This is insane. Sledgehammer. We okay, only use so, six hold, hold songs. We, Brandon, I think we're going to have to You're gonna have to do a point calculation. The, that's the only way we're going to be able to get the clear-cut winner, I think, because we have similar lists. I think you're going to have to assign points like we do for the albums. You might have to do it that way. Should, should we stay live while he's doing no, that? No, we, we'll stay live. It'll take a long time. No, it's... We'll do it live. The, no, keep the, it live. The, um... What, do you want, what are you trying to say, Brandon? Brandon oh, man. It's so hard to tell which song is the, is the best song. Okay, you might have to do a point system. Should we take a quick break while you do that? Yeah. Okay. We'll take a quick break while Brandon calculates the, uh, the winner for 1986. And uh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Holy crap. Yeah, so you understand what I'm saying, Brandon? You should do the I, albums. No, I, I got you. I got you. I got okay. you. Hello. Just a warning. It's your presenter, Dave, here. I lost Danny's audio for this little last calculation section. Uh, my apologies. Danny, don't hate me, but it doesn't go on that long anyway. And uh, you can still kind of feel Danny's presence. It's just. A lot more minimized. Again, very sorry, but the episode will end soon, and you won't even think twice about it. Okay, ciao. And we're back. All right. So the calculations are in. The results are in. So an hour later, here we are. I don't know. This is this is really interesting. Um, so we all had four of the exact same songs. Except for Dan and Zach had Higher Love, and we, you and I, Dave, had uh, The Way It Is. Oh, no, 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 You had... I didn't have Simply Red. I think that was... That you was didn't have Holding Back the Years. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. But all the, that rotation Dave, of Dave songs... didn't have Holding Back the Years either. Yes, no, he did. He did. Oh, he, did. he did. Dave and I had the same exact five songs. And there's six songs... That's almost definitely going to win that. Wait, the, the sixth song is Higher Love. There's no other song, right? Right, exactly. Okay. Higher Love is the sixth song. Um, so Live to Tell was ranked number one twice and Sledgehammer was ranked number one twice. So, uh, Oh, so, but then, so then we have to look at, see, that's why it's kind of tricky. Like, even though, so Live to Tell also was my number four Uh and it was your, no, number Zach's? two. No. Yes. Who's no. Your? Who's your? You gotta be Zach's okay. number Zach, two. That was your number two? No. Well, this is Zach's or, number I'm four. sorry, number four, but I was cooking my point system. Mm-hmm. So Sledgehammer comes in at 14 points. Okay. If we're going to go by the points and live to tell 16 points. Wow. You sure? Yeah. Because you ranked live to tell number one. So it will get, uh-huh. I, I said five points because yeah, it's. Yeah. Yes. Where did you rank live to tell? Four. What did or Zach, two. I'm sorry, two. two. Oh, okay, so I got okay. four. I guess four points from me. Right. Okay. Because I ranked Sledgehammer three. So, right. So it gets three and points. And you ranked Sledgehammer at number five. I was Sledgehammer number five. Yeah. Okay, that's why it makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, Sledgehammer was three, one, one, five in rankings. Mm-hmm. Live to tell is five, five, four, two. So yeah. it just barely edges out Sledgehammer, right, so but. It's it's pretty sick that both of those songs because those are my t- 
in, to me, they're interchangeable as the best song of the year. Like Sledgehammer and Live to Tell were both tied and for number ones. What did I say a few podcasts back? <laughs> it's the best of the 80s. And what's the best year of the 80s? 86. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> We're going to have to like rank all the the 80s. We're going to have to go back and consensus, rank. Consensus songs. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. But hey, guys, that was pretty insane that we all had. That's insane. Similar tastes. We yeah. all have similar tastes. I couldn't. When you said your list, I couldn't believe it because it's exactly the same songs. It's crazy. Thanks for a great show, and everybody's the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, this was the board. I was, I was an '80s embryo. That's true. <laughs> '80s embryo. You were an '80s idea. <laughs> we're all board bills. And what's your Twitter? Oh, uh, Doctor Zach Jones. That's Doctor spelt like the whole word and Zach with an H. Gotcha. Love all it. right. Hope you live to tell everyone about the show. Oh, with an H. That's like Ellen DeGeneres' love life, ninety-seven <laughs> through two thousand. I'm Davey. He's I'm Bill. I'm Okay. Bye. I can't believe it's 11.